<laughs> no, it ain't hump day yet. <laughs> I get ahead of myself. It's just been so crazy with so much news, right? That it feels like we, it feels like every day is a week worth of news. And so, uh, but, and, and we're going to do, I didn't book any guests for tonight because we got so much ground to cover and I want to make sure I leave some room for some callers because we had two great callers last night. And sometimes when I have a lot of guests on the show, I don't really get to the, to the most important people who have opinions on the topics of the day. And that's you. That's you guys. You're the only reason why I do the show. You're why we come in here every night of the week, 6 p.m. Pacific time. We know you have a lot of choices for your information and how to spend your time. And I'm just so grateful that you guys, that any of you actually care to share it with us here. So we definitely want to make sure you know that the phones are open for you. 888-344-1170. It is getting Really interesting the more this story goes on in regards to the Alec Baldwin shooting. This was clearly not an accident. This is clearly a criminal situation. We've got breaking news regarding that story. Uh, Speaking of criminal, I think it's criminal when you, for, for the interest of power, decide that you are going to force injections onto children when there are a group of people that don't get the virus in question, they don't give the virus in question. If they do get it, they have a 99.9999999% chance of recovery. It's criminal that today the FDA, 17 of the 18, quote, advisors with one person abstaining decided to try to push this on children. Absolutely disgusting and despicable, along with some other information uh, that's coming out today and regarding uh, the despicable, disgusting treatment of children in at least one of our school districts. So we've got updated information for you as well as on the Loudoun County uh, school board there. Got a couple interesting legal cases to bring to you guys. One that hasn't gotten any any media play, and it involves Project Veritas and a lawsuit that's going to be happening regarding them. And I think that it's it's... Uh, ultimately what it's about is it's about suppression uh, everything's about control cancel culture big tech it's all about control the information and and control the message you control minds right and we have we have needed so we don't have any media anymore right they're nothing but propagandist propagandist for the left there's nothing but spokesperson for the communist democrats and so we've relied in some ways on these undercover people getting the information to us the truth to us about what's going on so that's an interesting case we've got our eyes on we're going to talk about later on in the show again we'd love to hear from you 888-344-1170 we're streaming live right now on facebook on the answer san diego facebook page and i've been talking and going on and on and on while he finishes his dinner over there because he's always juggling a lot of balls and sometimes he juggles a sandwich as i open up the show and i'm talking about dj potato skins there's tremendous spirit in our dj DJ Potato Skins. Skins. Tremendous spirit. Okay. You need to hit a button. When you record and do so many shows, I was still in record mode. I was just saying that I was eating some fabulous short ribs because, hey, you never know when you're not going to be able to get pork anymore. Well, this is true. At least not. At least you never know when you're you're going to be restricted to nothing but um, responsible pork. I told you all the guys that story. I was at Chipotle one time and I couldn't get any carnitas for I don't know how long. <laughs> and it said, you know, we we're, we're out of pork because you know we need to find responsible pork. And I'm like, what is responsible pork? Is that a pork that that is that a pig that pays its bills on time? I mean, it's like book. ridiculous. It's so true. All right. Um, speaking of irresponsibility, 
the reports of what's coming out. This is so typical liberal, right? While they do, you know, there's so many analogies, right, going on with this story on this movie set and everything else is going on in the Democrats, right? From, you know, Nancy Pelosi and all these Democrats forcing you to wear a mask while they don't wear a mask, right? Nancy Pelosi going to get her hair done or or you couldn't go and get how many women went six months without being able to go to the hairdresser right during covid because they shut down salons but nancy did Uh, but well you know uh, all the the different uh you know the mayor of chicago did and they're all getting their hair done and uh you couldn't go into a restaurant you know there's hypocrisy after hypocrisy whether it's you know their anti-school choice and they want you know public kids that can only afford to go into public school to be stuck there the same people that are anti-school choice have their kids all in private schools right Uh, um, the very people that have been pushing gun control on us and telling us that nobody needs to have this particular gun in their house and all the, the gun control nuts, right? Telling us that we don't have the right to have a gun are the same people surrounded by security, right? It's 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 constant hypocrisy from the left. Hey, Biden's building a big wall. Well, exactly. Biden's building a big, fat, beautiful wall around his vacation home or his home, right? Meanwhile, you can't have a, have a wall here. And you know who else did that? Paul Ryan. So it's constantly a case of you peasants... Whatever the topic is, uh, and this is what it is under communism, right, where the elites never have to live under the weight of their own policy. And we see that happening on this movie set, because every time when before bodies are identified, while bodies are bleeding out, anytime there's a shooting, the left is coming for the guns, right? Um, It's gun control, gun control. Uh, They pretend that they care about black lives and they don't care about black. They don't care about black lives being taken by guns in Chicago every weekend, right? They pretend that what's behind COVID is about your health and wanting to keep you safe. They pretend that what's behind gun control is about wanting to keep you safe. Barack Obama was at this, was uh, yammering in Virginia. I'm going to talk about the Loudoun uh, County schools a little bit later, but it's well, these school boards are just trying to keep you safe. They use the guise of safety as an excuse for tyranny over us. Meanwhile, what we are finding out going on in this movie set in terms of the irresponsible lack of safety is absolutely shocking to me. And it should shock everybody. There's reports coming out, which is why the New Mexico, according to the New York Times, the New Mexico DA is saying, we're pondering charges here. They have to. There was a lot of immediate cover-up going on today. I saw some entertainment report on Newsmax this morning referring to Alec Baldwin as the poor guy. Never once did this entertainment reporter express any sympathy towards the poor family. No, Bob Sellers had to mention that after the interview was wrapped. It's all about right now making Alec Baldwin the sympathetic character. Here's a couple of points um, that have come out today. Um, The crew members on the set were supposedly plinking. Which means that uh, when there was lots of free time on the set, they were taking these guns with live ammo and they were going off and shooting at cans. That, if that's true, wouldn't you think at that point that there was some really, first of all, there should never be live rounds. There shouldn't be guns lying around on oh, I read that today. I was shocked. Shouldn't be any live, it shouldn't be live ammo anywhere around actual bullets anywhere around the set. But if you're going to do that, if you're going to be that crazy, and by the way, how many of those people reportedly doing this had got background checks? If I try to go and buy a gun today, I'm not going to be able to get it right away. There's all these background checks I've got to go through, licensing I've got to go through. But no, they supposedly, according to these reports today, they've got guns lying around that anybody can go pick up and load up an ammo and go shoot off everywhere. 
these are the people these 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 far left and, and let me tell you there's uh, the democrat party and Hollywood, there's no daylight between them. Don't tell me this isn't representative of our government, of the Democrat Party. They're one and the same. They're one and the same, right? But if the, if this plinking was happening, you would think then there would be a greater sense of responsibility on the part of the people involved to make sure that every bullet was accounted for and the guns were completely made clean. Uh, according to um, the New York Times today, quote, enormous amounts of bullets were seized from the set. The word enormous was used, and they have yet to, to uh, determine what types the bullets were. A couple of the other things. Uh, uh, well, before I get into the next next point um, of crazy, because I've got I've got some insanity related to this story from the left. Um, I found this interesting today because a lot of people have been in the business a really long time. I, I mentioned it last night. A lot of covering for Alec Baldwin going on. Even, you know, um, the idea, I I think I even mentioned a conservative said to me, well, you know, he wasn't the one who handed him the gun. You know, that doesn't even matter to me. How how long has he been in this business? How many years has he been around guns on set? Doesn't he know the protocols at this point? And he's the producer. He's supposed to. Right. Of course. Let's even take the producer aside. Let's pretend he wasn't a producer for a moment. As an actor who's been around... He's, he's been around sets and around guns enough to know what the protocols Decades. are, right? In fact, um, some of the people on set, there was one guy, an actor on set, who felt very uneasy and felt like his life was threatened because in a scene that he was in, they, he was shot at, it was like 20, shot at like 20 times or something in the scene using these blanks and the blanks were shooting past his face and he said uh, it was life it felt surreal it felt life-threatening and he said because of those uh, ways that some of the scenes were laid out and were done that so many of the actors on set were doubling and triple checking their guns after receiving them from the armor or Gutierrez so there was there I mentioned last night there were already accidental discharges that had taken place there this set was was just reeking of irresponsible, non-protocol behavior. There's no way Alec Baldwin didn't know. But as producer, but even as an actor, if the other actors on set were double-checking their own weapons, why didn't he? Why didn't he check? That's a very good point. So then Kirstie Alley tweets out today, no AD, assistant director yells, cold gun. See, that's the story. Immediately the cover for Alec Baldwin was that the gun was handed to him after after somebody yelling, uh, the uh, the assistant director yelling, cold gun. Kirstie Alley says, no AD yells cold gun. The armorer or prop person is supposed to personally show you the gun so you can see it empty for yourself. Then dry fire it into the ground. I have never been handed a gun by an AD and I've been handed 100 guns and I've never heard cold gun in 40 years. There's a cover-up that immediately started taking place for Alec Baldwin. Another guy said, I used a handgun every day on the set of my show for nine years. No one ever used those terms. The actors always checked their weapons themselves, no matter what anyone on set told them. Sure, protocol. You, you, you want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. Uh, so, And that was a point that I made that I haven't heard any other people make, which was, uh, he, why didn't he check it himself? Some uh, Somebody else said, yelling cold gun would suggest that there would be time for a hot gun. In movies and TV, there's no time for a hot gun. Makes no sense. 
That's spot on. That brings me to the the other breaking news of this story as we came live tonight, which is guess who's on the case? A certain script supervisor, the woman who called 911 to report the incident, Mamie Mitchell, was the script supervisor. She was the one, she was standing very close to Helena Hutchins and the director when both of them were shot. She's the one who placed the 911 call. She has hired Gloria Allred to represent her. She's not going to be giving any interviews. She's only speaking to law enforcement, according to Gloria Allred. And and you got to take you got to take a little you know grain of salt because it's Gloria Allred. Um, but um, she, according to Allred, um, we uh, she's devastated by the loss. She's got further information, but she's only going to give it to law enforcement. And according to Allred, quote, we are conducting our own investigation of what happened because there are many unanswered questions. Mamie has been interviewed by the sheriff's department. She has information and evidence which she believes will be helpful in the investigation. I think that's smart that she's not doing interviews. Well, I, I, it could be a couple of things. It could be CYA for herself. She could be lawyering up because she made. Did she see something? Did she know something? It didn't alert people. That's very true. Or or it or had she alerted people? What I thought was interesting, if you listen to the nine one one call, she was they she was asked by the nine one one operator if this gun on this movie set had live ammunition. And at first, she's like, "Well, uh, we uh, 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 I can't say." Now, maybe the words "I can't say" means that I can't say because I don't know. But the way it sounded, it's I'm not allowed to say. The cover-up has been immediately. We already have two sets of laws in this country for the elites and for the peasants. When we had Christian Saucier in jail for a year, ripped away from his wife and his one-year-old because he had six photos on on his phone while Hillary Clinton was able to violate the Espionage Act thousands of times. We can, we already have, you know, if you or I, a wrong. I, I think. I think my car analogy last night was dead on. It was spot on. I, if I violate social, you know, um, and safety protocols by drinking and get behind the wheel of, of my car and I kill somebody, I'm going to be prosecuted. There was negligence across the board on this set, and that includes Alec Baldwin personally. I don't want to hear from anybody that it's not his fault because he was handed the gun and he's the poor guy. It is his fault. It is his fault. And you know how he knows it was his fault? When he tweeted out, my heart goes out to the, to, to the family of somebody who died on, on set. I mean, there was no mention of the fact that it was him. If I'm going to express sympathy for somebody whose life died at my hand, accident or not, I'm going to, I'm going to say, Own up. I'm, well, I, it's not even about owning it as much as it is. You're going to act as though you weren't a part of it. It's like he's express, expressing sympathy for a de- death that happened on set that didn't involve him. She died. He killed another human being. And it, was, and it was at a workplace death. Let me tell you, what do you think the left would be saying in a corporate America for, for how long? Now the left is suddenly open with their love for corporate America. But let me tell you, when the left, was, if it was Hobby Lobby, who the left hates, some Christian organization, if it was Chick-fil-A, if it was Chick-fil-A and they didn't follow some safety protocol and somebody died at Chick-fil-A in the deep fat fryer, and I'm not making a joke, what do you think the left would be expecting from the owners and the, and the people at Chick-fil-A, right? 
What do you think if Trump had, if if one of Trump's construction sites wasn't following safety protocol and somebody died? You don't think the left would be going after Trump or 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 the Trump organization like that? Exactly. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of deaths, we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, I've got a, I've got to follow up. I've got a piece of crazy you're going to love related to the story of the shooting, and then we're going to talk the vaccines. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. A couple of uh, follow-up comments on this uh, rest story, uh, the shooting story, is... Um, I, I think that this Mamie person, I think I think it's a case, as I said before, possibly at least of, you know, you know, them not following in Hollywood to see something, say something right. Keeping their mouth shut on sets when they see bad crap going on um, because they want to keep working. Right. And they want to keep the job so they don't say anything. And now here's something goes bad. So it's like she could be she could be trying to cover for herself at this point, cooperate. I'm not really sure, but that's when that's clearly a problem going on in Hollywood, right? I mean, this although this set was riddled with all kinds of problems and there were text messages that went to the production team, more people should have walked off if it was as bad as what we're seeing. Um, and here's how you know they all know it was bad and then Alec Baldwin is criminally responsible because we're seeing insanity like this, Skins. Where do you, where do you hear this? Okay, you ready for some fun? I'm ready. Make me smile. Somebody tweeted out today, might the prop gun have been secretly loaded with real bullets by a Trump supporter to push Alec Baldwin, to punish Alec Baldwin for his Trump parodies should be a line of inquiry. And this was this was like serious. (laughs) This was not a joke. Somebody was actually putting that out. Now, we're we uh, we conservatives supposed to be the conspiracy theorists, right? We're supposed to be the nuts who questioned Fauci. And is he really was he really lying and hiding, you know, the truth about therapeutics and stuff? And, and now it, the shoes on the other. Yeah. Point. I mean, just I, I, just they, they want First of all, they want to blame Trump for everything. Oh, right? for everything. Everything's Trump's fault. Right. So clearly some MAGA person probably took off their MAGA hat, snuck on set past security and walked up in the middle of a production and loaded the gun with uh, with bullets. And I'm sure the bullets had MAGA on the side of them, right? They're I mean, just, just to make it. Yeah, red bullets. Yeah, evil red bullets. All right, we're going to go to the phones. I think Joe from San Diego is on the line. He's got a comedy he wants to make, I think, about January 6th. Hello, Joe. Hey, hey, Andrea. Love the show. Um, just saw an article just recently. I didn't know if, uh, if you've seen it. It came from Revolver like uh, a couple days ago. Um, it's called Meet Ray Epps, the Fed provocateur who appears to have led the very first January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. I did. I, I did uh, download the article. I think it was 88 pages long. And I had. Yeah, it, what's that? Uh, it's long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very long. Um, and so it's it's on my to do list of, of articles and, and things to, to get into, because it's the kind of thing to where I really want to make sure I've got a grasp on all the details of it. Because when I, at first blush, it was a little confusing to me. He, he was there on the 5th. He was also on the 6th. So, you know, we do know that the FBI has been was involved in uh, the in helping to coordinate uh, some of the people that were there to in, to implement some violent acts. We know the FDA, FBI was involved. We know that they also helped cr- uh, the um, 
create the kidnapping hoax for for Christy Nome. So I hadn't really gotten into the details of it. Give us the the finer points on it. What did you? What was your takeaway? Well, I, I mean, like it. Uh... It's it's a bit long, like I said. It really gets into this character who's who's actually was raised interest last week during Merrick Garland's hearing. It was um, Representative Thomas Massey uh, from Kentucky uh, played a video like asking about you know who is this guy and why isn't he arrested? And it's this man who's just going around saying we need to go to the Capitol, we need to rush in, we need to get in. I might get arrested for saying this, but we need to seeing this on the 5th and the 6th repeatedly them get out you fed yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like rejecting this guy and he's just trying to cause a ruckus well yeah I mean clearly we know that there were BLM and Antifa plants that were there mm-hmm. that were trying to get people inside we know the Capitol Police held the door open for people Right. I mean, we know mm-hmm. that they moved the barricades back. I mean, clearly, I, I clearly there was an attempt on the part of people within the U.S. government to know that a rally was going to take place. And they seized that as an opportunity to to uh, infiltrate what was supposed to be a peaceful rally. We know that that the infiltrators, what, the, whether they were this Ray Epps guy, he was he would have been only one of many, by the way. We know that the, the, the violent people were actually already at the Capitol when Trump was still down the street with the peaceful protesters. So clearly the, the, the January 6th peaceful rally that was planned by the Trump organization was meant to be peaceful and it was meant for us to exercise our First Amendment rights to gather and lift our voices to say that this election was fraudulent. Right. And that the the Congress had an opportunity to not certify the election with the electors. We know uh, with the electors, we know that there were bad guys that were there that participated in what acts of violence happened. We also know that Nancy Pelosi denied a, a request for additional security with the Capitol Police. And it was under her and it was it was under her um, power to increase security. So I thought I, I, And on top of that, so they even put a bunch of people on the FBI's most wanted list. Well, this Ray Epps character was scrubbed off around July. He was uh, listed as number 16, and now he's no longer listed anymore. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think what we have here is we have a name to, I think there was 16 and 17. There was a, there was a report that came out a while back that, um, of, of all the, the left put out this thing. We know that there was all these people at a hotel. This was a planned insurrection, Joe, because they, they were all meeting at this hotel. Come to find out the, the, of the people that met at a hotel to do the, to, to do any acts of violence, if you will, because they were unarmed. Um, the majority of them in the hotel rooms were FBI agents. So we know that. We know that. I want the names of all of them. I want every one of them brought before congressional hearings. So thank you for calling in on that. You know, we know that right now, uh, the uh, they're trying to get at Steve Bannon. We know that they're they're basically denying uh, the Trump White House their executive privilege because there were meetings and and the left is trying to characterize the Trump having a war room. Oh, Trump had a war room for this. Well, you know who also had a war a war room is just a name for for uh, the where everybody is planning an activity, right? Um, just like the Bill Clinton administration, they had a war room that was led by Hillary Clinton to deal with the, quote, bimbo eruptions, right? So we know that what this is all about, this is about the left trying to um, 
make sure Trump's not allowed to run for re-election again by trying to claim that he led an insurrection. And we also know that this is a way to try to characterize all Trump supporters as domestic terrorists. And then they were able to, right? Yeah. And the whole thing was orchestrated. Uh, the, the core part of it was orchestrated by the left. So, Joe, right. thank you for calling in, Joe. Appreciate it. I'm going to read that article tonight. Love the article. Thank you. I love, love the show. Thank you. Thanks, hon. All right. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. Far skinnier than Hillary Clinton. We come back. We're going to, we are going to get into these shots. <laughs> I just took a shot at Hillary. Yeah, I did. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Okay, don't hate me now. Don't hate me because i got a sense of humor. we got to make sure comedy stays around. I've got a story with Dave Chappelle. Uh, to bring you guys a little bit later, but I just saw this on Instagram. It's Louder with Crowder. Do you guys not know who Steve Crowder is? I do. Louder with Crowder. It's him sitting at a table. <laughs> and he's got a sign that says, Alec Baldwin needs to make a movie with the cast of The View. Change my mind. <laughs> I'll lighten up out there. Come on now. I got a sense of humor. Here's one that I know you're going to love out there. My conservative peeps. Okay, did you see the video that went viral of uh, this dude? Um, you know, like not like totally buff, like totally in shape dude, looking like he's like um Tom Hanks in the movie Castaway before he lost all the weight. Kind of like a little on the chub side, right? And he's in line at a gross at a at a convenience store and in comes these two dudes, one brandishing a weapon. I mean, and just like in the course of 2 seconds, just just disarmed the armed robber to, to the degree it did it so effortlessly. It was so amazing that the other dude who came in with the armed robber, I mean, was practically pooping his pants running out the door. Oh, I didn't I mean, see this. Oh no. my gosh. You got to Google. It. it was amazing. Okay. So, but that's not the best part of the story. So the best part of the story, this is according to gateway pundit. <laughs> he was a Marine, a veteran. Um, and, and here's the headline Marine veteran hero who stopped a robbery in progress receives the valor award and shows up wearing a let's go Brandon t-shirt and a MAGA hat. <laughs> well done, sir. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well done. All right. Speaking of kids, um, well, the push is on. Yeah. The push is on. Um, so much to tell you guys about on that end. Um, and you know what? I, I was actually thinking, do I talk about the Pfizer thing with the shots first before the school board stuff that's going on in Loudoun County and what's happening in the schools? It's almost the same thing because whether we're talking about CRT and whether we're talking about the curriculums in our schools or whether we're talking about uh, a girl getting raped by somebody and them covering it up in a school, um, and a, with a, with a boy in a skirt or whether we're talking about these shots being forced on kids, it's all about one thing. It's about an overreaching government, tyranny, imposing tyranny through the use of children is what's going on in this country. So let's start, though, with the shots. So Pfizer, I guess, um, 17 of the 18 FDA advisors have approved for the shots, the Pfizer-BioNTech, to be used on children. I'd like to know what they talked about back and forth, Andrea, because as you and I both know, these kids have a 99.9999999% chance of being a okay. Well, of course they. And on top of it, um, that we know that um, they don't they don't get it and they don't give it. 
right? So there's there's no reason there's there's no reason None. based in science for kids to get this. In fact, we know that the there's a greater risk for children from adverse effects of the shots than they ever have from COVID. They have not been tested long term. They should have never been pushed out under any operation warp speed or anything else. And particularly when you've got a situation, it would be one thing if this was a virus that was ravaging children across across this country. Then you'd be like, well, you know what? Here's something that if the parents wanted to try it, like kind of like the right to try if you're a cancer patient. And by the way, the Democrats never wanted cancer patients ter- terminally ill. They had to wait while drugs were going through clinical trials for years and and having successful results in clinical trials, the Democrats, it was Trump who approved the right to try to give terminally ill adults an opportunity to try drugs that had not made it through the four or five years of clinical trials. And this should have been the same route. This should have been the same route. But if you but if you want to push it out before that was done, it's clearly should be up to the adults and and not on children at all. So there's nothing about science here. And then on top and uh, on top of that, um, we've got a Minnesota surgeon who was fired because he went to a school board meeting and he said that children's health care decisions should be made by their parents. So right now they're being made available for children. But let me tell you, the push is on for parents to have no say so over their children. That's what it's about when you hear Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor in Georgia and in Virginia, saying parents shouldn't have any say so over what's going on in the schools. You got Barack Obama coming out there saying, oh, um, how did he put it? I'm not going to play the clip like everybody else because I'm not going to put you through that. We don't have time to be wasting on these phony trumped up culture wars. This fake outrage that right wing media peddles to juice their ratings. Um, instead of stoking anger aimed at school boards and administrators who are just trying to keep our kids safe, we should be making it easier for teachers and schools to give our kids world-class education they deserve and to do so safely while they are in the classroom. Um, so again, it's like I talked about at the open of the show, everything, all the tyranny is being pushed on us is being pushed on us under the guise of safety. Meanwhile, these shots have not passed our, even our normal safety regulatory practices and protocols for children right now they're not being forced on kids however well they will be because here in california they said that if you want your kid to be able to go to school age 12 or older they got to get jabbed but it won't be long before it will be mandated that they that they want it they want it mandated and forced on all of us and that's including children and what they're and right now the the phase is to try to deny us the ability to maneuver in life and to be able to access uh, all that life has to offer in a way to force it on us. They're wanting to they're wanting to use businesses to be the force of tyranny, to be the force to be the police force to put it on us. And you have very few, but I hope more of them, more of them stand up. You have companies like In and Out, and they're like, we're not doing it, right? Well, you know, one of the things that I've taken issue with with conservatives is that, well, it should be between you and your doctor. That's what Hannity says all day long. Well, you look at what's happening in the medical industry in the in our uh, we have we have system run healthcare now. They they uh, they're pushing out doctors. They're firing doctors that are not getting shot uh, taking the shots themselves. Now they're firing doctors who are speaking up to say that it should be up to the parents whether or not their child, all of their, their child's health care. This is what um, Dr. Jeffrey Hork said at uh, the Fergus Falls School District. He said, I am a man who believes individuals have the right to do their research and decide what is best for them and their children when it comes to their health. 
I don't believe governments or institutions should dictate that. It's a position I've always taken. And when the science doesn't make sense to me, it's hard for me to go along. This isn't about science. Tomorrow, I want to direct you guys to uh, an event that's happening. It's being put out through uh, through uh, truthforhealth.org, and it's a press conference that's going to be happening tomorrow at noon Eastern time. I told you guys about the last one that was similar to this, that was the Stop the Shot, in which during that one, Dr. Michael Yaden went into excruciating details, former Pfizer executive of 30 years, excruciating detail as to the risk in pregnant women and any woman who wants to have a child with any of these shots because they're concentrated in the ovaries. Tomorrow, here's some things they're going to be dealing with, uh, they're going to be presenting in this noon Eastern time. Uh, the people involved are Dr. Lee Vallette, who's been outspoken against these shots uh, on the medical end. We've got uh, uh, attorney Thomas Renz, who's been on the show for a while. He's, I love him. Love him. He's he's um, a member of um, uh, the um, he's the attorney and patient advocate. Um, he, I can't. I don't see here. It, it's t- Tom Renz dot Renzlaw dot com. I don't remember the other. Uh, 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 oh, I know what it is. He's the foundation's legal advisory council. Here's the, some things they're going to be covering tomorrow. They're going to be um, presenting shocking recordings of Arizona hospital executives discussing coordinated plans to restrict fluids and nutrition from hospitalized COVID patients, suppression of all visitation for COVID patients while in the hospital, denial of vitamin medicines, and more. Actual, According to the press release, actual prisoners in America are given more rights than COVID patients in America's hospitals. Did you hear what I just said there? Recordings of hospital executives Restricting fluids and nutrition from COVID patients. What other proof are you going to need? Right. Um, Thomas Renz is going to be talking about, or one of the attorneys, abusive behaviors going on towards hospitalized COVID patients, neglect of medical care, uh, leading to multiple patient deaths in South Carolina hospitals. They're going to have whistleblowers uh, that have uh, uncovered different cycle threshold standards for PCR tests for vaccinated versus unvaccinated. That that's the test that that way they're able to create more false positives. Um, and that and 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 I said that before. I said this whole thing of it's not it's not a solution for me that you either get the jab or you get tested every week because i don't trust these tests it's onerous we should not be testing it's like dr peter mccullough who will also be participating you in don't this test healthy can, people do you don't test healthy people and these tests are faulty they're creating false positives um, they're also going to be uh, sharing uh, medical tyranny stories showing how patients rights are violated uh daily uh some other specific details um, they're going to be talking about the coercion to use res, uh, remdesivir for all COVID patients. So while they're still continuing to deny, uh, and they're going to be discussing this tomorrow. They're coercing and forcing patients to use remdesivir, which is Fauci's drug that he wants to use, regardless of the risk of the drug for kidney, uh, kidney uh, damage and death. Uh, at the same time that they're pushing remdesivir, they're restricting fluid and nutrition. They're also manipulating and coercing pa- uh, families to uh, get patients to go on ventilators because there's incentive payments for hospitals to do that. At the uh, at the same time, they're continuing to deny anti-inflammatories, steroids, antibiotics, therapeutics, and others. They are denying access to patients uh, to, uh, for, by family, pastors, attorneys, and they're using law enforcement to deny access. 
interesting piece of information. It's not going to be discussed tomorrow, but was today by Joe Rogan. According to Joe Rogan, his doctor, Pierre Corey, has treated over 200. Now, remember this story with Joe Rogan was CNN uh, uh, lied and said he was using a horse dewormer. That horse dewormer, Ivermectin, uh, that was it was prescribed to Joe Rogan by a doctor named uh, Pierre Corey. And according to Pierre Corey, he has treated over 200 congressional members with Iver- Ivermectin. What did I say at the top of the show? Every story, whether we're talking about uh, th- that involves a left. Yeah, it's all linked. And it's all it's all about um, the elites versus the peasants. They never have to live under the weight. Their 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 tyranny is coming to us in the guise of security and safety. They don't have to wear masks. Their kids don't. Their kids don't have to suffer in public schools. They don't have to get the jab if they don't want. If you get the jab and you suffer from it, you're not allowed to sue. But the Biden administration put out information that if a federal employee suffers any side effects, they get compensated for it. You're not allowed to have guns to protect yourself, but some some anti-gun nut like Alec Baldwin can run a production to where everybody's running around all day long shooting guns and, and violating protocols. And, and he and, and when somebody dies, he's considered the victim. Right. Today, uh, before I take a break, is the 20th anniversary. Speaking of uh, uh, destroying your rights under the guise of safety today, I guess, is the 20th anniversary of the Patriot Act. Of which uh, we were all supposed to be grateful to have our lives intersected and our lives, the lives of innocent Americans be put under the microscope under the guise of safety. That paved the way for the spying that occurred. That paved the way for why now, if you were anywhere near the Capitol wearing a MAGA hat, you're in jail and denied uh, bail and denied uh, the basics that are given to Guantanamo Bay terrorists. And also why, if you're a parent who dares to speak up at a school board meeting, you've got the FBI looking down your back. Thank you, George W. Bush, for that. Be wary of the government that says that they're trying to protect you. We're going to take a break. We've got more on the other side. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Wrapping up tonight, uh, in, in the interest of the theme of uh, the left is constantly imposing their tyranny under the guise of everything's about public safety, right? Barack Obama saying, you know, these schools, they're just trying to keep your kids safe, right? Really? Uh, the I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, first of all, today, the uh, boy that raped this girl in the bathroom was found guilty today. So thank goodness there's justice for that. Um, unfortunately, a second girl was raped by this person or assaulted by this person after he was moved to another school in October. Uh, come to find out, there was an email that proves that the Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler, who lied to the school board meeting and said that there had been no reports of any any um, of any assaults, sexual assaults. Remember, he had asked in the school board, anybody heard of any sexual assaults going on? I mean, who are these? That's never happened. I mean, who are these people acting as though uh, transgender, gender fluid restrooms where, where, you know, trans girls, meaning boys who pretend who pretend that they're girls, get to go in. There's not any cases of sexual assault. At the point in which he said that, there was an email that had gone around that showed... Um, that he, uh, the email showed that Ziegler alerted the board that a male student allegedly assaulted a female. He said it himself. 
He's directly responsible for that second girl being assaulted. Why is he not in, in, in jail? Because we have two sets of laws, right? They get away with it. They don't care about your safety. They don't care about this. They, they do not care that this girl was sodomized in a bathroom. They didn't care about anybody else being sodomized. They don't care. These are people that have absolutely no conscience, right? You still believe in Fauci? Today, you're going you're gonna to line your kid up to get this shot because Fauci says it's safe? Did you hear what Fauci's been doing with animals? Right? Let me tell you, anybody that would be that cruel to dogs. Psychotic. If that's absolutely psychotic and psychopathic. Tune in tomorrow to this, to this press conference that's happening. Truth for freedom. They are killing Americans by denying them therapeutics. That's a fact. An absolute fact. We've got tyranny being opposed, imposed upon Americans under the guise of safety. Do not trust anybody in this government right now who's pretending that they care about your safety. Um, we'll uh, talk about this latest story that you gave me tomorrow when I got more time because it's, it's interesting. Uh, Supreme Court says that they are going to hear, they finally decided they're going to hear a case. It's the Texas oh, wow. case. Yeah. Um, however, I'm not, I, I, I've got a bad suspicion as to why the justices have granted the request of Texan abortion providers and civil rights groups to hear the case before the lower courts rule on law. This has to do, so basically SCOTUS is, has um, the, uh, the Texas state legislator legislatures passed the Texas abortion law that stops abortion at six weeks at the heartbeat. Um, they are the uh, Texas abortion providers and civil rights groups have filed lawsuits. And instead of SCOTUS doing like they always do and saying, well, let it go through the lower courts and then we'll hear what happens at the lower courts. Then we'll take up the case. No, they're willing to hear it now. That makes me, instead of being like other conservatives who see this as a good sign that SCOTUS is going to overturn Roe v. Wade, I think it's a negative sign. And I think they're getting ahead of it because there's also a really impactful case coming out of Mississippi. So that's coming out of SCOTUS. All right, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be here for hump day. Thanks to the listeners. See y'all then.